Welcome to Stressless Obsessed, the podcast. My name is Sophie Deans, and I'm here to bring you all things on self-care, self-development, as well as lifestyle tips and hacks to keep your life as simple and stress-free as possible. So let's make a start and join me on a journey of living a life with less stress. Welcome back to Stressless Obsess, the podcast. And this episode today is for my Instagram followers. If you don't follow me on Instagram, well, maybe it's time you should because you're missing out. Anyway, if you don't follow me, hopefully you still find this um, episode interesting. But I wanted to tell you a bit more about a cleanse that I did at the start of this year, um, probably mid-January actually, after I got over COVID for the second time in two months. Um, and I know when I posted on Instagram, I asked if anybody was interested in knowing a bit more about the cleanse, of which all of you said yes, the ones that responded. So thank you so much. Um, sometimes I'm not sure whether to give more information on things that, you know, are in the wellness space, but maybe not directly correlated with stress and um, mental well-being. But I definitely feel like the cleanse does um, still touch on wellness and how you're feeling as well. And I'm not sure how many people have heard of this particular cleanse. So I wanted to just give you a bit of a lowdown about what it's all about. And then if it's something that you're interested in, perhaps maybe you want to give it a go. Completely up to you. But I just wanted to give you a rundown of my experience and what it all entails. So let's get started. And to tell you the name of the cleanse that I completed, it's actually called the Medical Mediums Cleanse to Heal. If you um, saw my stories, I did post a picture of the book. The cleanse dedicates a whole um, book to it. And you really do need to read the book in order to understand what you're going to be doing. There's a lot of preparation involved. And if you simply try and get the, um, it's not really a script, but I guess the list of what you're supposed to do just off the internet, I don't feel like you'd get the full experience. So this is the second time I have done the cleanse to heal. I did um, the first cleanse about two years ago, about the same time of year as well. It might have been February, but it was at the start of a new year. And I lost four kilos in nine days that first time that I did the cleanse. This time I lost three kilos, but I do want to make a point that I didn't do the cleanse specifically to lose weight. Although if that's your goal, I think it is a great way to kickstart weight loss. Um, The cleanse actually claims so many other benefits. In fact, the book has a huge list of all the conditions and diseases and illnesses that apparently doing this cleanse claims to heal. And so the things 
that initially took my attention were, and it's on the front of the book, was that it helps anxiety, depression, physical conditions like migraines, autoimmune diseases, uh, bacterial overgrowth, and um, RIDS parasites, which can be a cause of, you know, autoimmune diseases. It claims to detoxify the liver and kill it out, basically, that, that bacteria that's hiding out in the body. And look, who doesn't want to start a year afresh? So, my purpose was, you know, initially when I completed the cleanse two years ago, I started um, to notice because I've got a, a skin condition that the dermatologist said is autoimmune. So there's no cause that they know of, there's no cure. So I thought it was worth giving this cleanse a go as my skin seemed to be getting worse. And I'm pretty sure it was reflective of my diet at the time. And so I wanted to give my diet a bit of a reset which would reset my mind as well, get me back on track into eating healthy foods again. And look, this time, although I wasn't aiming to lose weight, I was feeling pretty sluggish. I've just got back from Bali, um, like two and a half weeks in Bali, no, one and a half weeks in Bali, and then went to Perth, and I'm eating out every night, and really enjoyed it. Of course, the three-course buffets, uh, breakfasts in Bali were amazing. But then you come back, um, I'm feeling bloated, sluggish, low energy. I got sick and my diet really wasn't as good as it could be. So that's why I wanted a bit of a reset, kickstart to the year. And you know what? It's been good. It's been good. Uh, I can't remember how I actually heard about this cleanse. I think probably through social media. I just, I wanted to give it a try. And I'll be completely honest, I've always been against cleanses and fasts. They always seem super restrictive. They seem like they would leave you hungry um, or craving your favorite foods and you hear a lot of people that do these detoxes and then you know they come off them and they end up putting all the weight back on or just going back to their old routines so I'm not sure what why this one kind of stood out to me a bit more I think it was because it claimed to help with a multitude of different um, conditions so I gave it a go I saw these amazing reviews too, which swayed me. There's lots of photographs online, especially if you go to the Instagram page uh, of people that have done the cleanse multiple times and they have before and after photos of the conditions that have been cured. There's lots of skin conditions on there. There's lots of people that claim um, mental health conditions have improved. They've been feeling better. Um, they don't have brain fog anymore and so I thought it was worth giving it a go why not so back then I ordered the book and once I had I was still doing the research kind of high off off the kind of expectations that I'm thinking I'm gonna get 
And then I realised that the name of the book referred to the fact that the medical medium is actually claiming to be a medium between um, the living and the spirit world, the afterlife. And so that wasn't what I expected when I ordered the book. But look, I'm super open-minded and I just, I didn't expect that when you order a diet book, it would have anything to do with the afterlife. I'll I'll be honest. Um, I think the medical medium is claiming that um, the afterlife told him his secrets and that he claims to know all through them. So look, I had already bought bought the book and I was going to give it a go no matter what even if it sounded woo-woo I just thought you know this doesn't sound like it would be too bad for my body so I'll just give it a go anyway. You're probably wondering what this cleanse actually looks like day to day so I'll give you a bit more insight But ultimately, it's really taking your diet back to basics. And there are lots of variety of cleanses in the book. It isn't just the one. Um, But I did the signature, the signature version, the original, which is called the 369 cleanse. There are other versions, so you can do the simplified version, which is a bit easier and maybe worth doing if you need that to ease you in. And there's also the harder version, which is a more advanced, I think, for those people that have already done the original a few times and want a bit more of a challenge or, you know, maybe if you're used to eating um, vegan and you know it's a little less of a jump for you. Now in the book each day is laid out in order of what you're going to eat and the rough time of day and you have these extra guidelines as well. So the reason it's called the 369 cleanse is because it's split up into sections by three days. You have your first three days and then you have days four five and six and then you have day seven and eight and the ninth day is pretty much on its own actually because it's a liquid day but I'll give you um, a bit of an idea of the foods that you aren't supposed to eat and they're mainly food groups so you're supposed to be eliminating um genetically modified foods like corn, eliminating um, soy, gluten, dairy, processed foods, caffeine, sugars um, that aren't natural, seasoning that includes your salt and pepper and you begin to reduce your fats and then you restrict those pretty much completely. Basically, to sum up, you're pretty much just eating steamed or raw vegetables and then fruits. At the beginning, you'll have the option to add in some lean meat or some fish within the guidelines. So I think it was salmon or sardines or trout. And that's only in the first three days for your dinner. It is very, very strict. Okay, This is not easy and like I say, it requires a lot of planning. 
It's very specific. There are so many ingredients to buy, especially if you want to make your salads interesting. There are salads every day. And over nine days, don't forget that's that's more than a week. Um, so it does end up being quite an expensive cleanse. I think the first time I did it on my own, I think I probably spent around $300 across nine days. This time I did it with my partner. And again, we were doing frequent food shops to top up um, because there's just a lot in your fridge, a lot of fresh produce. And to be fair, I don't even think we would have had the fridge space had we been able to preempt what we were going to have across the days. I mean... The celery alone, to juice the celery, takes up a huge amount of space in the fridge because it's so big and you need to juice it fresh every day. Um, But yeah, if you follow me on Instagram already, you would see that normally I start my morning with celery juice. And this is something I've been doing for over two years now. And I started when I started to do the cleanse for the first time. It has so many benefits and celery juice has, I guess, probably replaced my coffee. So before I did the cleanse for the first time, I used to have coffee every morning and I probably have done since, I would like to say since I was 12, but maybe 14, I've always had coffee. So this was huge and I needed to replace it with something in the morning to wake me up. And when I first, um, I gave up the coffee before I started the cleanse the first time and I did get withdrawal headaches for a couple of days. So I decided to just stick with that um, because I don't want to be tied to having coffee. The addiction of coffee addiction, if if you're one of those people, you'll know what it's like when you don't get your coffee. And I just didn't want to be tied to that. You know, I'd let it go. So celery is what I've replaced it with. And I find that celery juice wakes me up so much more quickly than having a coffee. I personally think that's because celery juice is pretty much water. And it's so much more hydrating than coffee. I mean, I drink way more of the celery juice liquid than I do of um, a cup of coffee. And, you know, you've been asleep for eight hours. I feel like coffee might give us that sharp boost, but then we kind of crash again. We're a bit up and down when we first wake up. And yeah, just downing like half a litre of celery juice in the morning really just kickstarts your brain, you're hydrated, you're on the go and I feel like it makes a huge difference. Anyway, just to give you um, a bit more of an idea what a day on the cleanse might look like, you start your day first of all with lemon water. So half a lemon squeezed into some filtered water You wait half an hour and then you can have your celery juice, 500 mils of celery juice. And then there is the liver rescue smoothie, it's called. So um, it has patea, dragon fruit, um, wild organic blueberries, frozen, 
um, two bananas. And just trying to think what else was in there. I think that was it. And you can add some water in as well. And it's this luminous bright purple color. It looks really good for you. Really strong antioxidants in there. Um, then quite often you can have a salad for lunch and dinner. In between um, apple, dates, celery sticks. And there's usually um, some steamed veggies that you can throw in for dinner as well. Then at the end of the day, you finish with a lemon water again, and uh, finally hibiscus tea before bed. And this is another real dark purple color. You can just see that it's full to the brim of antioxidants and good for you, goodness. So I found the amount of the food that is outlined each day is so much and you hardly ever really feel true hunger. I mean, a lot of the time I couldn't even finish my plate, but I wasn't satiated. I felt like there was something missing from my plate. And I was also in the kitchen constantly, constantly preparing things. That's a lot. I'm usually someone who has my celery juice and then has my lunch, has my dinner, and I'm not really in the kitchen that much. I like to have big meals. My stomach isn't constantly um, digesting, but I think it's kind of good on this cleanse because you don't get the opportunity to feel true hunger because you are constantly eating. I think there's also ways to make the cleanse easier by having um, better preparation. You know, if you're having a salad for lunch and dinner, do a massive salad and it'll cover you for lunch and dinner for two days or three days. You could put them in containers and prep for the whole week. Um, but yeah, I, I did it each time. So it, it could have been done better, I must say. I would also recommend that if you do do the cleanse, the last day is probably better spent at home. So if that means that you have to finish on a weekend, that could be a good idea. Um, yeah, lots of liquids. So I don't know. It's up to you. The book recommends also not doing anything too extreme whilst on the cleanse. So not overexerting yourself with sports or exercise. But last time I did the cleanse, and I think that's why I probably lost an extra kilo is because I didn't keep up my exercise and I feel like that meant that I lost muscle as well. So this time I did do squash, I did an aerial class, I also did a bike ride um, and towards the end I did go for an infrared sauna as well. But look, I, I know that might be seen as exerting yourself a bit but I knew how I would react on this cleanse as I've done it before. And I also made sure that I wasn't going to do um, squash on the liquid day, which I would normally on a Tuesday. I just thought that might be pushing my body too far. So just listen to your body, you know what's best. When it comes to the side effects, I think the first time I did it, I had built up a few weeks before. So I started reducing the amount of um, GMO foods like corn I'd been eating. I um, stopped my coffee beforehand. Um, what else did I do? I tried to limit a lot of the bad foods, or it says bad foods, right, in the book. 
and started eating a bit cleaner towards what the diet was going to entail. And I feel like that really eased me in a lot. I vaguely remember having a headache around about, I think it was day three or four, maybe nothing too noticeable. However, this day, I feel like I went in quite hard. And around day four and five, I think both days, day four and day five of the cleanse, I had a real big tension headache. I had low energy. I felt pretty useless, to be honest. Pretty useless. Almost, they say, like flu-like you can get. And I was not in a good mood. I'm glad I wasn't working um, because I couldn't, I couldn't work. I'm not sure. It's just something to be aware of if you do have to be working um, on a day that you decide to do this. You know what I realized as well? I have been drinking matcha fairly frequently. I think not every day, but yeah, still frequently. So maybe because that has caffeine, cutting that out completely could have given me a headache as well. Um, But I think it's mainly to do with the reduction in carbs because you're not allowed potatoes every single day on the cleanse. And I know lacking carbs can really take a toll on your body. Like overall, I didn't find the cleanse that difficult both times. I think the hardest part is the organization of all the foods, making sure you have everything in for each day. The cost is high, I must admit, and it isn't sustainable to live like this on a daily basis. I mean, the cost, if anything, but you know, you're cutting out food groups and that's just not healthy long term. It also urges you to buy organic where possible. Um, but yeah, that just makes the cost even more expensive because there's just the sheer amount of produce needed for it. You don't, you really don't feel like you're starving yourself. You know, you'll be full. I was really full, but I was really looking forward to the end so I can go back and enjoy the foods I love again because I am a foodie and I really do enjoy food. Now, when I finish the cleanse, I can tell you it does have after effects. And both times I've noticed a change in my taste buds. The first time I did the cleanse, I had, um, before that, always had ketchup on my eggs in the morning. Even just, it had to be just a little bit. And then after the cleanse, I just couldn't even handle the taste of ketchup. It just tasted like pure sugar. And I've never looked back since. I also took away from the cleanse, um, having lemon juice squeezed on my veggies. I love this now. I've been doing this for two years. Whatever I have for dinner, if I've got greens, I squeeze lemon juice over. I just love the flavor. Flavor. It really enhances the taste of my veggies. It's so good. So honestly, give it a try if you don't already. But this time I finished my cleanse and I treated myself to a fairly, fairly he- healthy grilled burger. And I usually love the burger that I have, but I felt so disappointed. It just wasn't as nice as I remembered. It just wasn't as satisfying. I'm like, oh my God, what has happened to my taste buds? 
And also my first breakfast, the morning after I finished the cleanse, that was disappointing too. I was like, these eggs taste bland. You know, my taste buds have adjusted. So veggies have so much flavor. They're so fresh, you know, it's raw or steamed. Um, but yeah, the, the only thing has been like, I think with the cleanse is that it has enforced, reinforced that um, I need to eat more healthily. You know, I never ate super unhealthily to start with, um, but my taste buds at the moment are loving, loving health. So I had a really nice curry actually at the Australian Open the other night. And it wasn't like a super heavy or greasy curry. It was quite light, very tasty. It did taste quite healthy. And yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. I did sneak, however, a bite of my partner's mac and cheese bites that he ordered um, as part of his celebratory um, ending cleanse meal because he did the cleanse with me. And I did not like that either. It was just full of salt. And look, I loved my salt, but the mac and cheese bites just tasted, tasted like salt and nothing else. So yeah, after nine days with no salt, even the tiniest bit of salt on my food now tastes so overpowering. And I'm sure it will go back eventually, but I'm kind of enjoying having these healthier taste buds while I have them and enjoying more delicate tastes. I really feel like there is a place in my life for this cleanse after doing it twice. And I don't know if that is to do it at the start of each year as a bit of a reset, maybe once every two years, but it's a real great reminder um, as to what foods are out there, exploring fresh veggies, eating steamed or raw and exploring and just, yeah, resetting your taste buds. It's challenging, but not too challenging. And it really does feel good on your body. So would I recommend the cleanse? Yes, I would. Did it cure any of my symptoms or conditions it claims to? No, I don't think so. Um, I definitely feel like I have less brain fog since finishing the cleanse. I feel less sluggish, less bloated. Um, do I still have my autoimmune disease? Yes. But it does say that you need to repeat the cleanse. Some people repeat this cleanse ongoing multiple times before they see any kind of results or they kind of live um, eating within these guidelines. And you know, in my opinion, although I agree with buying organic where possible and avoiding genetically modified foods, processed meats, high fats, processed fats in your diet, I think restricting your diet from food groups and living so rigidly isn't good for you or your health in the long term. But you know, I have seen reviews of people praising how the cleanse solved all their problems. And I know for me that gluten and dairy have had um, inflammatory effects on my body. So I know potentially reducing these from my diet um, actually improves my skin condition. I don't have to um, restrict everything. And so I think that's enough for me. If you, obviously, if you have any conditions that this book claims to cure, 
please make sure you visit your doctor or GP first. Don't rely solely on the claims of this book, especially if you're on any kind of medication as well, because you don't know how this cleanse could interfere with that medication. In fact, I would go as far as to say check with your doctor anyway before you go on any kind of cleanse or restrictive eating just, just to ensure you're well enough to complete it. You don't want any adverse effects, you know. You try and look after yourself and it backfires. No. So, yeah, I feel like I have a bit more energy. Um, I'll be going back to my usual 80-20 diet of eating healthily most of the time, but also indulging in my favorite food. You'll see um, I had scones the other day and with um, jam and cream, which is amazing. That's my other 20% of the time because food is life. So if you're thinking you'd like to do this cleanse, you might need to purchase a few extra items first, what I did anyway. You need a juicer to juice your celery. You can't just blend it up, it has to be juiced so there's no bits. And I also purchased a steamer as well. And this one is really great, it has three different sections, it cooks everything from your fish to your potatoes and your greens all at once for the perfect time. And what else? Hibiscus tea. Yeah, so not many people have this in their cupboards already, but it's got such a beautiful taste, full of vitamin C and antioxidants. And we've actually just bought some more because we want to carry on that habit before bed. It helps you um, feel sleepy before bed, but I had the weirdest dreams. <laughs> and I think it must be because of the tea and not the cleanse. I have to let you know when I start drinking the tea aside from the cleanse. And I'm I'm not sure why I think it's the tea and not just the, you know, restrictive eating, but it's such a potent concoction. It makes me think that these weird vivid dreams that I remember when I wake up, it must be coming from the tea. Usually I can't recall my dreams at all. Um but yeah, anyway, the, the Medical Medium book, it has this huge inventory of supplements that are recommended for each condition. As always, before taking any supplements, do make sure you see your GP to make sure that's okay. And of course, the groceries, the massive list of groceries, be prepared to shop a few times on that week or nine days. Um, because you will forget things and you will run out of things. So having that spare time is useful if you have it. Look, if you've done the cleanse before or you've thought about doing it, perhaps you weren't sure, please let me know. Either um, comment if you can where you're listening to this podcast or follow me on Instagram and send me a DM. I'd love to share any comments you have. And I want to know if you think it was worth it or if you would actually try this. I'm also happy to answer any questions that you have, so get in touch. Well, okay, so I hope this has given you a bit more of a better insight into what I was doing. Um, what was it, a week ago, I think? Nearly a week ago I finished the cleanse now. Um, but yeah, it's not the be or end all doing any cleanses if you want to kickstart your diet. Just eating health healthily and mindfully, a nice 
clean, balanced diets, embrace the foods you love, um, just try not to indulge too much because then we end up feeling guilty and we shouldn't. So don't be too rigid and try not to cut things out of your diet long term. And that's it for today. I look forward to um, seeing you next episode. Until then, breathe and stress less. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, stresslessobsessed. And thanks for listening. Until next time, breathe and stress less.